everyone. Welcome to another episode of Bundle Buzz. I'm Cassie, and I'm joined by my amazing sister, Jackie. Amazing sister. Thanks, Cassie. We're so excited. We are having such a great time getting to talk to all of our Bundle Buzzers. You know, Cassie and I, we love making these board games, but whenever we get the information, it's super secret confidential. And we never reveal our secrets. Just like a good magician never reveals his or her secrets. That seamless transition is for us to bring on our guest who, guys, I know, are you excited? It's a magician. (laughs) Please welcome to Bundle Buzz, my favorite magician. And that's saying a lot because I've seen a lot of magicians, Blaze Sarah. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this is crazy. I mean, Jackie loves magic. I love magic. The fact that we're talking to you, Blaze, is so exciting. I I just can't wait to jump in. So thanks for being with us. I'm excited. I'm excited. Thank you for having me. Of course. Yeah. So I've been obsessed with you for a while now. I've seen you perform several times. And I feel like you were like a part of the Collier family because Cassie and I have talked about you so many times to our family. You're a legend in the uh, Collier household. <laughs> well, that means a lot. Thanks. Um, I remember. Uh, I remember Alex telling me like, "Oh, we like the family from the UK. The in-laws just <laughs> just reached out. Like the trick worked for them back at home. So that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's an international sensation. And so we're going to be playing a live game with you today. We're going to be playing Bundle, and we have these catered questions to you. You have submitted what we call a Bundle Blueprint, which is questions all about yourself, and then we've created a game all about you. Before we jump into the game, though, we want to get just a quick backstory, Blaze, from what we learned in your Bundle Blueprint. You actually wanted to be a teacher, So tell us a bit about how you pivoted from wanting to be a teacher to then getting into magic. So my mom uh, was a teacher for like 30 and a half years. She taught history. And so I think that I I grew up just kind of around that and seeing her, uh, you know, like behind the scenes preparing her lesson plans and stuff and how passionate she is about it and how much she cares about, uh, cared about her students. It sounds as when I said that, it sounded as though she just stopped caring at some point. But yeah, how much she cared about her students when she was a teacher. And I found that just really inspiring and, and it made me really just love like, you know, teaching and trying to, you know, help people in that way. And so I always thought that I wanted to pursue something, you know, in that, in that teaching profession um, when I was really young. I was thinking like, you know, like Greek mythology or something like that. It was exciting. And I was really trying to set myself up for for school of like college academically. So when I was in high school, I was just kind of like killing myself with academics and like doubling up in classes and things. Along the way, magic just kind of came in as this as this hobby. Uh, before that, I was really passionate about music and uh, playing guitar and things. And then and then I was actually on a field trip for this music competition where someone had a deck of cards and I just asked them if I could like borrow it. And I had learned a few card tricks when I was really young, but I didn't really remember the, them. So I just kind of started piecing things together when we were on that bus on that trip and people were freaking out. So I was just like, oh, let me try and actually pursue this. Let me try and come up with tricks of my own and uh, come back to school tomorrow and uh, and just kept doing that and eventually started trying to show people that weren't like my friends from school. And uh, so it then just made this pivot. And eventually, you know, I was I was on the trajectory where I was ranked first in my class. I was really trying to set myself up academically to like be valedictorian so I could do, do like an Ivy League. And then I just kind of gave up on that. And I was like, I want to I don't see myself behind a desk. I want to pursue performing. So I just um, since I had all those credits from 
being so academically focused, I just kind of doubled up a little bit more. My junior year of high school graduated at the end of my third year of high school so I could go off to LA and do card tricks. <laughs> I, I love all the kids in your high school class being like, my gosh, yeah, Blaze, you're so smart. Like, what did he end up doing? Like doctor, lawyer, like <laughs> yeah. scientist. It's like, he's a magician now, but he's but he's killing it. Like, he's <laughs> he's awesome. a magician now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and it's sort of the ultimate show and tell. Like you are actually um, – showing some of your teacher skills there when you show tricks to people. So there is some like interesting overlap, believe it or not. Definitely. Yeah. And, and especially like um, nowadays, I end up doing a lot of teaching some of the material that I've created, some of those magic effects that I, I mean, even ideas that I came up with when I was in high school took me a few years to finally like make them real. And then uh, now le- I've gotten the opportunity to lecture all around the world to other magicians on on the magic that I've created and how I came up with it. So I still get to teach every so often so that I still didn't have to give that up. You get to teach and now you get to play bundle. <laughs> All right, Blaze. So we're going to kick off with our very first segment called Name Four. In this segment, Blaze, we will have you name four things in a particular category. And if you are successful, you will get a point. Okay, your name for Blaze is name four of your favorite magic tricks. So I'm biased. Two of them I've published. So I would say one, the One Arm Bandit and Double Agent are are effects that I've published. Um, and Triple Threat is coming soon in this kind of like trilogy. And then, huh, let's see. I would say. I mean, Aussie Wynn's show, Inner Circle, is, is amazing. So I'm trying to think of a particular routine from that. But he, he has an amazing show. This isn't very rapid fire of me. <laughs> Actually, you're doing quite well. It's more rapid fire than um, I thought it would be. Um, yeah. So I would say probably um, like any card at any number, which when I say it like that sounds really lame. But yeah, it's, it's actually cool. And um I would say just like any kind of mentalism effect, like mind reading, because you can personalize that. Like I could read your mind about what card you're thinking of. But if I do an actual mind reading routine, you could write down anything. You could think of anything so I can really personalize it around you. Oh, my gosh. Okay, now you're speaking our language, our bundle language here. Uh, Well, first off, you definitely get a point for that. You nailed the the magic tricks. And yeah, you do mind reading. I mean, you you've predicted the wordle. Right, like, which is nuts for all of our listeners who are Wordle players. It, it just is mind blowing how you were able to predict the Wordle. Thanks, and that wasn't even me predicting it. That was a uh, that was like I had Jackie kind of pick a word, and uh, and then she ended up out of all the words on this list that she chose, it ended up being the next day's Wordle. So she had to wait until the next day to <laughs> to punch it in. So, so basically, what Blaze is saying is that I'm the magician. Mm-hmm, exactly. That's the that's how good he is. His powers you can catch them when you hang out with him. Yeah, it's like an aura of magic. <laughs> Just a little bit more lucky when you're around it. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I mean, that was a <laughs> that was definitely the plan. I mean, my show is called Through a Magician's Eyes, so the goal is to give people the feeling like like they can actually do the magic themselves. That's incredible. Yeah, being around you is truly a magical experience. Like, in fact, I met you. We we went to see Speakeasy Magic, and I met you in the elevator beforehand. And I was like, I didn't know who you were yet. And I was like, this guy just seems like he's one of the magicians. <laughs> <laughs> just, just fit the bill for it. Yeah, you just fit have the, the bill. vibe. You yeah. fit the bill. Yeah, you've got me in the background of the corner of the elevator just playing with cards. <laughs> <laughs> so that's might have been a dead giveaway. Just wait. <laughs> 
get noticed. Like, yeah, oh, who, exactly. me? Am I doing the show? She's like, oh, what? You're looking at me. Oh, <laughs> I happen to partake in the tricks. Yes. It's like those luscious locks are just like flowing in front of your hair. It's all, all smoking mirrors. I'm going to need a real like ego like cut down after this episode. <laughs> I need some disses to come in. Maybe when we get to embarrassing stuff. Okay, don't worry. We will. We'll, we'll get to some embarrassing things. Don't you worry because you filled out a bundle blueprint that had me laughing quite a lot. So, Blaze, are you ready to go on to our next segment? Okay, Blaze. It is time for you to pick your destiny. Okay, Blaze. So when you filled out your bundle blueprint, you told us lots of fun and quirky things about yourself. So this is going to be a chance for you to pick your destiny. Well, we're actually picking it for you based on the information that you gave us. Wow. But it's either going to be a good thing or a bad thing that happens to you, okay? Are you ready? Someone mispronounces the word Chipotle and Blaze is thoroughly annoyed. Lose one Point. Okay, you have to tell us about this because on your bundle blueprint, when you filled this out, I was laughing so hard because this is not what I would expect to be your pet. So tell us the story behind this. This is such a like minor thing for it to be that big of a deal to me, but I'm telling you, this is like a serious problem, and we need to work on this as a society. Like, (laughs) like, um, yeah, I just think that. I can understand people pronouncing things differently, like having an accent or something. But when people say Chipotle, it's just like, (laughs) it's like, what are you even doing? Like, it's not like the American way to say it. You're just flipping the letters around. (laughs) I think it's like people have decided we prefer it like that. And despite knowing that. I disagree. (laughs) We don't prefer it. (laughs) The Council of Chipotle lovers. People have spoken. That is we the not- people of Chipotle. <laughs> I like thinking about Blaze being like, I don't mind that like a lot of people got sick from eating Chipotle. They just must pronounce it correctly. <laughs> no, that was the thing. Yeah, I, I love how that that happened where they were like, you're going to get sick if you go to Chipotle. I mean, at this point, it was like in the news every week. It was like, oh, there's another outbreak of more food poisoning. Let's just go back next week. It'll be fine. Yeah, it didn't stop people. I remember there, you know, a big news story broke about food poisoning and I walked by Chipotle. It was packed. Like it really yeah. it didn't stop people at all from going. Yeah, it just like it almost made it more of a precious commodity. They're like they're trying to take away our Chipotle. And that's the thing is like I'm not saying like say like Chipotle or something. Like I'm not saying to say it as if <laughs> you spoke Spanish. I'm just saying to say it like the letters in the right order. That's that's all. Also be nicer to people, you know, like being rude is probably a bigger pet peeve, but this one really <laughs> this is my political stance. If I run for office, it's really going to be on the back of my Chipotle fan base. <laughs> that's your platform and you know what maybe if Chipotle listens to this they'll sponsor the podcast so thank you for that Blaze mm-hmm. yeah I hope yeah if not I hope you don't get fined for this big ad read that I just did for them. <laughs> no if anything they should the money should be pouring in for this exactly, I really think exactly all right now definitely uh, get a point for that Chipotle. Oh, no, you lost a point I'm sorry <laughs> Blaze <laughs> yeah after that but we, we love your impassioned enthusiasm for this. So now we're going to transition to our third segment, which is called Act It Out. Now in this segment, Blaze, Jackie and I are going to act something out 
And you're going to do your best to try and guess what we're acting out. It doesn't always work out great, um, but Jackie and I will try our best. And, you know, Blaze, because podcasting is not a visual medium, we'll ask you to describe in as much detail as you can to what you're seeing in real time. Okay. You're putting a lot of faith in me right now. Like the, I'm the eyes of the viewers. <laughs> you you really... sure are. Through a magician's eyes. Yeah. Okay, Jackie. Ready, set, go. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. Jackie and Cassie, just, uh, they just sat here and didn't do anything, really. They're just, <laughs> you know, they're just staring at the wall. <laughs> too embarrassed um, to say what we're doing no, they're uh they're they're pretending to to make out with someone i think <laughs> ding 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 <laughs> okay so what's the deal i there's got to be a story behind this and i think it involves you on a set um so tell tell us all what the, what the story is here yeah, I'm going <laughs> to I sent that in and then immediately was like, should I have sent that? <laughs> so I'm going to try and I guess uh explain parts of the context without like in case she ever hears this I don't want her to be embarrassed. But yeah, I mean it was a film set one that I had no no purpose being on. Like I I wasn't supposed to be on this film set. I had worked in the past with a lot of members of this like cast and crew. But I wasn't involved in this movie at all. I just had friends that invited me to the set. And so I came a couple days in a row, like as it was the end, like they were wrapping up the shoot. And then I also happened to match on Tinder with someone who was working on the production. And so so she and I became like closer, like while we were, while she was supposed to be working, basically. I just claimed her work hours as our first date. And, uh, <laughs> and, then, and then it was the last day of the shoot. And, they were doing the last scene of the shoot and she was like well they're filming the last scene my work here is done for now and so then uh we were in my car which i didn't realize was in a much more visible location for the actors and cast and crew than i thought so basically um everybody saw and um yeah we uh and then eventually it turned out that there was some issue that happened in her particular department so everyone was looking for her so even though it was the last scene of the last day there was eventually a knock at the window of my car and they were like hey uh we're just trying to get through this last scene can you go so yeah so so (laughs) when she was busy being distracted so when baby girl confidently said my work here is done it was not done she was was still needed okay it was not done now the thing is that there were some mishaps that happened that were like kind of unlucky on the like other people had messed up you know so they ended up kind of panicking and needing her she thought that she was done it wasn't like she was slacking um she was good at her job and i hope that this didn't affect future opportunities and we won't ask you what film it is we don't want to implicate anyone that's not what we're about here on the buzz can i ask a quick follow-up question before we go on to the next category so being a magician is your profession it's how you make money and it's your passion but do you also use it to get women? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think that I thought that it would help a lot more than it does (laughs) back in the day. Like, I think when I was starting out in high school, I was like, oh, this is going to help so much. I'll be so much cooler. And then it's not. (laughs) It's not. 
<laughs> it's still pretty nerdy. What I remember vividly when I was in high school one time and and this girl Victoria in class, I like did a trick. And then after that, we were like talking and we were in like biology class. And she was like, you're a totally different person when you're not performing. <laughs> you're like, you're like way more cool and confident when you're doing tricks. And then I was like, oh, geez, I've got to be like a cooler person. <laughs> <laughs> I can't just rely and hide behind the card tricks all the time. So yeah, I think that like yeah, you just gotta. That, you're like having an existential like crisis. You're like, yeah, well, exactly. that might that might explain. Like, who am I? <laughs> am I the guy behind the tricks? <laughs> that might explain why when when we went to see Speakeasy Magic, we went to a bar after, and at the bar you were doing tricks. I guess you were like, all right, let's no conversation. <laughs> well, no, it was okay. okay no, but yeah, it's also too. when I was like chilling there and. <laughs> And uh, and then Alex introduces me to people next to me, and he's like, "Oh, see, he's an amazing magician. You gotta see." And I'm like, "Oh, okay. I guess I'm in character I still. I guess I'm doing tricks now." Um, but I think, By the yeah, way, that I think an that excellent I British accent. Which, uh, for those of you who don't know, Alex does have a British accent, and Blazes mm. was just spot on. So, so oh, very good. Blazes. Yeah, I tried to, yeah, I tried to do it as little of a Stewie Griffin esque uh, Brit as possible. <laughs> just, you know, nailed it. Okay, Blaze, do you think you were ready for your next segment? Yeah, I think I'm ready to move on. Yeah. Okay. It, you're like, yeah. this oh, is by the way, I'm cool with all of the people from that film set. I ended up hanging out with them like at their rap party the next day. And so everything, they still invited me to that even after they kicked me out the first, the day before. They were really just trying to wrap up their scene. They're like, we, we love you, Blaze. We just need to finish this movie. But why are you here? And why are you stealing away this person? So, yeah. <laughs> And I'm sure it was a very successful film. So honestly, you just yeah, helped to add you helped to add to the happiness on set, and that's all we can ask for, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah, it's really it's the backstory. Maybe I'm an extra in the very back back of a scene. <laughs> in the back of the car with the window yeah, seemed. <laughs> Exactly. So for those of you who are listening, if you if you need, you know, to really help with morale and set, Blaze will come and do tricks or make out with your your hot <laughs> casting crew. Just just let him know. <laughs> just you know, he's a jack of all trades, really. <laughs> Truly. Okay, Blaze. Are you ready because it's time for a challenge? Okay, Blaze. So this is lifted from your bundle blueprint. In as much detail as possible, tell us the story of your most awkward or embarrassing moment on stage. Yeah. So there's one that, that sticks out more vividly than all the rest. Like I mentioned before, there's a routine that I've published that um, that other magicians can learn online. It's called the one-arm bandit. And it's kind of a play on words because I do the routine with one arm behind my back. So I do the entire thing like with one hand, but also like one-arm bandit is, is like a term for a slot machine and stuff. So it kind of like fits with this whole thing. And then I, I did like a short film trailer for it where I actually played a bandit that, <laughs> that did. That's so, cool. Like, yeah, so it like kind of fit this whole, you know, theme. And so I was doing that trick and it was very early on into me kind of working on it, coming up with it. And so I was doing the show in Connecticut and 
I call up someone and they're on like the far end of the aisle. So I just see like a side profile of them. And so I call up this guy and uh, and and ask him if he'll like volunteer for this this routine to help me out. So he joins me on stage. And as he's walking up towards the stage, I turn towards the audience and I'm like, so this next act, this next routine is going to be really hard because I'm only going to use one arm for the whole routine. My arm's going to be. And as I'm about to say, like my arm's going to be behind my back, as I've just said, I'm going to only use one arm for this routine. The guy gets up right next to me and he says, like this one? <laughs> and I turn and I immediately see like a veteran hat. <laughs> and then I look down and I realize this man only has one arm. The one guy <laughs> that I called up and the audience reaches this realization at the same time as me. And you just hear like a, oh, <laughs> just echoing throughout and so i'm just immediately freaked out just like oh no 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 <laughs> it's just like i'm so sorry i didn't know i didn't see i had nothing to do with you i was gonna do the trick anyways you're like this trick is published like, it wasn't was like, a name i thought of on the spot <laughs> i promise yeah it's just like i can go with someone else if you want like or if you want to be a part of it i don't know like what to do and so uh and so he was just laughing about it and he ended up being like really you know totally cool with it at first he was just kind of feigning like being pissed at me um and so <laughs> i think he really wanted to dig it in for a little bit and then after that after the show then i apologized again and he was like oh it's you know it's totally fine but that was definitely like a oh my god <laughs> moment. okay you you definitely get a point for that i i think it's it's so hilarious. Like if, if that had been the premise for the trick that uh, at every show you had to find someone who only had one arm, like he had to know that it was a mistake, but what a wild thing that you happened to pick the one man. The one man. One and there was no way I could see, you know, because it's like, like I just, he's on the far end of the aisle. So I could only see that side of him. And then he just comes up and I was like, are you kidding me? Like, this is the worst luck ever. And I love how he, at the beginning, he was kind of pulling your leg, like making you think he was upset just to, you know. Yeah. But then it sounded like he came around and was totally, you know, cool and, and fine with it. Yeah, he was he was cool in the end, but I was traumatized in the moment and for the rest of my life. <laughs> you know, I, I liked when when we got back your bundle blueprint and I saw that that was the answer. I really related to that because I I can have embarrassing things that the other people would find embarrassing happen to me all the time. Like I'm tripping, I'm falling, it's all stuff I'm doing. But when I do something that I think was awkward with someone or hurt or could hurt someone's feelings, that's when it's like oh, this is like a, a next level embarrassment because of how it affects other people. So I think that shows that you have a lot of empathy too. Uh, yeah, I love the positive spin on this so that I can get some closure, really. <laughs> no, I appreciate it. Yeah, I think that, uh, yeah, I'd like to think I'm a pretty empathetic person. And it, it was definitely, I, I totally agree with that sentiment that like, if I'm, I'm not really going to be that embarrassed if something happens to me. I'm not worried about that. But if I accidentally like hurt someone or made them look bad by accident, then I'm going to be so much more embarrassed and like, you know, concerned about it. And what yeah. happens in front of an audience full of people who just want to see some magic? Well, yeah. And it's just like, you know, at that point... I have no saving grace. You know, like people, comedians or magicians will talk about like if you have a heckler, then the whole thing is like you got to get the audience on your side. So that way, if the heckler, you know, is being an asshole, then it doesn't matter because 
they're on your side, not on the heckler side. And they're going to kind of unite against them. But I have, I have no chance after this. Like if anyone wanted to say whatever they wanted for the rest of the show, I would have just let it happen. I was like, there's no chance they're on my side. Right. Like a veteran who has served our country. That's a lot to be working against. I'm just like, I'm so sorry. Uh, Thank you for your service. Uh, (laughs) Oh, Blaze. That's a good one though. Thanks. Yeah, good story. Yeah, yeah story. you live to tell the tale, and you got a point for it, so it, it's all worth it. Okay, now we are ready for our final segment, which is called the final bundle. And in this segment, we're actually going to go live on our Instagrams for it. So. Okay, I'm going live on mine. Hopefully this works. You guys, so since podcasting, as you know, is not a visual media, Blaze is going to be on his Instagram at Blaze Sarah. We'll tag it in the comments so you can watch. I'll be live on my Instagram, Jacqueline Collier, and Cassie is going to be live at the bundle game. Hello, everyone. We're joined here by our favorite magician, Blaze. We're in the middle of filming an episode of Bundle Buzz, and we wanted to go live for the the final segment of our episode. So I think, I think everyone, um, Jackie and Blaze, what do you think? Are we ready to, are we ready to go? Yes, I'm ready to see some magic and be wowed by my favorite magician. Okay, Blaze. So for the final segment of Bundle Buzz, we are requesting that you do a magic trick for us live. So the floor is all yours. All right. Sounds good. So thank you, everybody, for joining the live. Now, um, we talked earlier about magic that uh, that I've published, you know, and uh, and trying to, like, you know, contribute to the the history of magic. So uh, I'll show you some things that that I've actually created that I uh, that I've released. So um, we were also we were talking before about trying to have that feeling of like an aura of magic that the people you're performing for get the ability to do magic themselves. So uh, so Jackie, while I'm mixing, can you just start getting some cards in mind? Okay. You ever have like a day where you're feeling like so, so lucky, like everything's going right, where you're like, I wish I could give this to people, you know? I do. Uh, Okay. I'm having one of those kind of days. So maybe, maybe we could do this. Um, If you were to guess, no pressure, if you were to guess what card was on top of the deck right now, what would you guess? Four of clubs. The four of clubs. That just feels right to you? Okay. I'll trust you. Maybe it's lucky. Whatever you say, four of clubs. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's a really good guess. All right. Now, no. <laughs> no, here. No, maybe it was just a lucky guess. Maybe it was just lucky. I mean, could be. I don't think so. Now, I have this uh this joker right here. Now, this is like a wild card. For us, it'll be a real wild card. So it could genuinely be any card that you want it to be. Now, um, before we get to that one, I'm gonna place one card in one spot in this deck. And the hard part for me is trying to get you to think of the card and exactly where I put it. So I think I got it. Okay. Um, Would you like uh, red or black? Red. Okay. So Cassie, out of the red cards, there's hearts and diamonds. What would you like? Let's go with diamonds. Diamonds. Okay. And then out of the diamonds, there's the ace, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, jack, queen, king of diamonds. What diamond would you like? Five. The five of diamonds. Okay. And now Jackie, could you name... Any number up to 30? 23. 23. Are you sure or do you want to change? I'm sure. Oh, you sure? I'm sure. 23? Okay. Ready? One, two, three, four, 
five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three. That felt right to you. And you said, what was it? It was a diamond? That's right. What was it? The how, how many diamonds? The five of diamonds. The five of diamonds and the 23rd card? <gasps> oh, my God. That's more than I like to guess. <laughs> okay. Now, I said we had this wild card to attend to. So we'll get to this one last thing. This card is a joker. It could genuinely be any card that you imagine, like a real wild card. So for this last time, Jackie, if you could change this into any card, what would you want it to be? Three of hearts. Three. So you're imagining three hearts across the face. This is going to happen actually in three seconds. I'm just going to touch the Joker, and I want you to imagine that while I'm touching it, the wild card's fading away, and you said three hearts? Yes. Imagine three hearts fading in until they touch my fingertip. Ready? One, two, three. Thank you so much, guys. He, he did it again. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so Blaze, that was incredible. Thank you so much. You absolutely get a point for your final bundle. Just a point. No. Actually, you know what? <laughs> no, it's okay. I think, I think you get five points for that. We're, oh, we, wow. We make the get. You, you nailed it. Um, but before we let you hop off today, for our, our last little bit, we want to know what your bundle buzz is. What are you up to? Where can people find you? Because I have a feeling after listening to this, we're going to want as much Blaze there as we can get. Well, uh, thank you. Yeah. So um, uh, I think first off, like I'm the same on on all social media. It's just at Blaze Sarah. So B-L-A-I-S-E. Last name is S-E-R-R-A. You know, if you can get over the hurdle of spelling that, then you're <laughs> then you're already on your way. Yeah. BlazeSarah.com. Uh, if people are interested in like seeing me at private events, uh, booking me for things. But uh, if they want to see me at a public show, then uh, I perform at Speakeasy Magic all the time. And uh, you can see that in New York City at the McKittrick. And uh, I'm also starting up for any Zero Bond members. I'm starting up a, a show at Zero Bond. So uh, yeah, really picking up some things over at uh, in New York. So that's been what I've been up to. Oh my gosh, yes. And Speakeasy Magic. Jackie's been multiple times. I've been. It's truly incredible. So if you're looking for a cool night out in New York City, it is an awesome way to spend a, a Friday night. Yeah, it's it's a show. It's really, I think I'm the most proud to invite people to this show compared to any show that I've ever been a part of because the cast is so top notch. And I know that any night that you go, even if I'm not there, you're going to get an incredible variety of so much great magic. And it's like, it's back to back to back. So it's kind of like overwhelming, mind blown the whole night. So I, I really love it. Yeah. yeah. And you're at a table with only maybe six or seven other people and the magician. So you're seeing it. Everything is up close and it is just really, really thrilling. And I want to go back again soon. So please, you know, I, I'm always down to see you perform. And thank you so much for making the time to come on Bundle Buzz today. We really thank appreciate you for it. Having me. Thank you. Yeah. And if any, oh, if anybody happens to be a, a podcast fan, if you're already on the podcast streaming platform and you've gone through all of the Bundle Buzz episodes, <laughs> I also have a podcast called All Access Magic that is more tailored to, to magicians. We interview a lot of magicians, um, but I think that it's got a lot of fun segments that anybody would enjoy. So yeah, if someone is into magic or wants to learn, then it's a good place to start on the podcast. <sighs> 
Love it. Oh, all right, Blaze. It has been so much fun. Thanks for joining us and can't wait to follow your magic journey more. Thanks again for having me. This was a blast. Produced by Audiogasmic, LLC.